Hello there, I'm Joel Mingle, the creator of the Edge of the World broadcast and the voice of Delson Moore. I just wanted to take a moment and give you fine and patient people an update. Yes, Season 2 is currently in pre-production. By the time you hear this, Episode 5 of Season 2 will have been written. This season for us is a tad different than before as we currently are experiencing a new series of challenges. With the introduction of Bree Mingle as regular cast member for Season 2 and with the world still dealing with COVID and proper safety protocols, we are attempting to build a regular recording schedule that will allow us to release each episode in a timely manner, but keep us all safe. Now, you're probably asking the $10 million question, but Joel, when is Season 2 going to be released? Excellent question, and as it stands, we are looking at an April release date. That could possibly change, but at this moment, we are specifically aiming for April 23rd, 2021. This season will also be a little different as we are breaking it into two parts. The first five episodes will be part one of season two. Then, we will be taking a one-month hiatus, and the final four will be part two. That little break is a result of us upgrading our recording setup. With Season 2, the story and the world is expanding exponentially, and as a result, we've had to kind of up our game to bring you a product that isn't substandard in either writing or audio quality. We are truly excited to bring you a season that not only changes the status quo, but takes us in a direction that is 100% not where you are expecting it, but will not disappoint you. I've also received some emails and tweets asking where I got the song for the season one finale. Let me tell you, the gentleman in question is a man by the name of Stephen Stanley, and I personally cannot say thank you enough for letting us use his cover of Nirvana Smells Like Teen Spirit. If you liked it, and I know you did, check out his first single, No Hopeless Soul, available now on Spotify and iTunes. And hit him up on Twitter, at StephenStanley5, and let him know we sent you, and that you really, really appreciate his willingness to let one of your favorite podcasts use his amazing voice. Now, on a personal note, I want to say thank you to all our dedicated listeners. Your emails, tweets, and snaps have been amazing and greatly appreciated. So with that in mind... I would also like to include you in Season 2. If you'd like to have a cameo in a very particular episode of Season 2, contact me via email at edgeworldcast at gmail.com for details. You don't need to be a professional. You don't need to have anything other than a mic. That simple. Speaking of mic, we have been interviewed like an actual professional wanted to discuss our show. The name of the podcast is The Palmer Files, and it's a fantastic show that I highly recommend. It's available wherever you get your podcasts, and my episode will be available March 9th. Oh, before I forget, we have merch! High-quality embroidered hats, shirts, backpacks, bags, etc., etc., available in all sizes and multiple colors. Check out our Twitter account, at EdgeWorldCast, for pictures of yours truly wearing one of his personal favorites, and the link for the merch will be there, as well as today's show notes. Now here's a little something you might not know, but if you cannot get enough of the dulcet tones of yours truly, the Edge of the World broadcast is not my only show. I invite you to check out my other podcast, The Curly Mustache Podcast, where I am a co-host with my two friends, Stephen Rosenberg and Ian Mingle. It's a true crime podcast in which we discuss two villains, one real and then their pop culture counterpart. We discuss their crimes, similarities, and ask the question, can they be redeemed, and rate them on their villainy on the patent pending 
Bowler Hat Scale. I think you'll like it so much that I've included a small sample of one of my favorite episodes here to give you a taste on what you might be missing out on. So thank you all for your time, your patience, and your faith in the show. It's been both uplifting and supremely humbling. So until April, remember, let us in. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 5 of the Curly Mustache Podcast. Each week we take one real life villain and one fictional villain, discuss their histories, their crimes, why they did it, any connections they may have, and whether they are redeemable or not with our trusty bowler hat scale. Um, Steven? Mm-mm, Steven, I don't know if you can hear this, bud. <laughs> oh my god. You know what I'm drinking right now, Steven? What are you drinking, Joel? That would be Spring Heel Jack Old Scratch, available at SpringHeelJack.coffee. Plugging? Why you're plugging literally thirty seconds into the podcast? Jesus Christ! Listen, if I find a product that is so fucking no, seriously, I'm I'm legit. This is some good shit, and I feel like sharing it. And maybe we'll get some more. Maybe I'll get some free coffee. Yeah, maybe. I'm just saying. I'm Joel. Hello. <laughs> I'm Joel, corporate whore. <laughs> And this week, in celebration of May the 4th, which was a couple of days ago, and just Star Wars in general, I mean, I've been pretty pumped since the Rise of the Skywalker trailer came out, but uh, anyway, this week we're going to discuss some evil emperors. So that's right, we're going to start off talking about the malicious Mongol known as Genghis Khan, as well as the sadistic Sith, Dark Sidious, otherwise known as Emperor Palpatine. Alright, Joel, are you ready to... Do it. Yes, yes, do it. Execute, execute order podcast. <laughs> I told uh, one of my friends that we were doing this podcast and she was like, seriously, y'all better say do it like a thousand times. So, well, you know what? We should start. So let's do it. <laughs> In the, uh, the, the Mongol. They fuck the Russians. Right, right. No one fucks the Russians. The Russians fuck you. This guy is a metal... This man is the living embodiment of badass and metal. Yeah, basically. I get so excited about this fucker. Right after he murdered his brother, uh, he was actually captured by another tribe and tortured as a young child. Uh, but he escapes, and the escape gave him like notoriety around the area and other tribes. Um, and basically, at this point, he just went back and honored his arranged marriage. Like... He was like, well, I'm 11, and I just escaped death, but I, I have I have to live with honor and and go back to this arranged marriage. And his wife, who I believe was named Bort, it's I know it's not I know it's not Bort. It's spelled like Bort, B O R T E. But uh, it just reminds me of that Simpsons episode where because they're arguing about there not being enough Bort license plates at the amusement park. And as you said, uh, the word for that is actually uh, meritocracy. And uh, it's basically like this political philosophy that like power and good should be held by the individuals that like 
based on their talent and effort and achievement and intelligence rather than like heredity or sexuality or race or gender or age. He took the smart people and the the driven and the people that showed initiative and he, he put those people in charge of his groups, his armies. And that's why he conquered because he was the first person to ever do that. Everyone always led their charges by, oh, this person was brother of so-and-so's king. It didn't matter if he had fucking two pieces of brain in his head the size of a quarter. Timishin fucking calculated this shit, and this is why he was so effective. I would like you to meet my cousin. He shall be leading the armies today. His name is Nufnuf. And Nufnuf was born under the second son of the sky, second cousin to king who only has one testicle and half brain, but he fights very well. <laughs> right. But he is also brother to king. Lead armies, Nuf Nuf. Right, exactly, exactly. And that's why no one remembers the tribe of Nuf Nuf. And traditionally, that's been done throughout, like, evil regimes in history. Maybe let's see if we can do that. It's this weird thing that just makes him so fascinating to me, and I, I truly hope that people who are listening get a chance to just look him up. Don't watch Marco Polo, because it's... <laughs> Completely off the handles again with Marco Polo. <laughs> Historically speaking, it's fucking bullshit. It's an atrocity. And that's all he would ever say about it. So for me to hear Genghis Khan in 1100 with horseback and fucking bow and arrow... Kicked Russia's ass in winter. <laughs> Fucking metal! <laughs> the metalness continues. Oh. Well, yeah, but we only have to... Let's just add to it. Uh, the horse was also on fire. The horse was on fire by a man whose corpse had been burnt, so it was just a skeleton in, in, in armor. The skeleton was still alive. Screaming. <laughs> uh, this is definitely a cover <laughs> of, like... Rotting, <laughs> rotting Christ album or something like that. Because at this point, I just feel like the lyrics are gonna be like, "Trample by a horse and dying in the ground. <laughs> Skeleton monster, take him to the sky. Valhalla, Genghis Khan, we'll meet you. Valhalla, <laughs> not the same culture, but fuck it. Valhalla, Genghis Khan. Yes, I would listen to this. I, I feel like my neighbors are probably going to call the cops on me at some point. That's okay. I'm all... We'll just... <laughs> it sounds like... <laughs> it sounds so gross when you do it like that. <laughs> it sounds like Emperor Palpatine's trying to pick up a rough trick. <laughs> yes, my butt. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. That's so fucking gross. Do it. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about him. Emperor Sheev Palpatine, portrayed by Ian McDermott in the Star Wars franchise. And uh, he was dangerous in a different kind of way than old Gengi. Old Gengi. <laughs> then we realized we were, on, uh, we were on a nicknamed basis with this guy. All right, go on. The reason he was dangerous was that he posed as a senator of the Galactic Republic, who is this government that's essentially in charge of the galaxy. And he was posing because he was actually a... Sith Lord, Darth Sidious. He was a master manipulator, played both sides uh, in secret at the Sith and playing to be the greater good lover as the Senator. What he was doing was 
playing both sides perfectly to benefit himself and and raise his own power. And it's really easy to do. It's like playing area hockey with yourself, and, and any time you wanted one side to win, you just stopped defending the other side. It's, it's very strange. It's almost like we're dealing with that shit right now in our current political system. I just... It's almost like there's this there's this shit speckled muppet fart that is has like the weird hair that uh, that you know Emperor Palpatine had who's on the who's on the fucking national stage just going yes. I have no clue who you're talking about, Joel. You know, using kind of this Machiavellian like deception to create the Clone Wars. He's basically this mastermind behind the Clone Wars. It causes you know, this concern and this need for immediate emergency powers for him to stay in office long after his terms are, have expired. And he invokes martial law and has the Jedi Order completely executed. Even the children in the Jedi Temple, uh, he has executed by Anakin later on, but... Oh no, not the younglings. Yes, the younglings as well. Execute Order right, 66. Exactly. <laughs> Do it. And, uh, yeah, so he murdered a bunch of the members of the Jedi Council. Mace Windu kind of gets wind from Anakin that, like, this guy, uh, evil. He's fucking evil. We need to take care of him. So Mace Windu and a couple of badasses from the Jedi Council go to fuck with Palpatine. And Palpatine completely dispatches two of them in literally one second. Like, it doesn't even take a second for him to straight murder two of these Jedi Masters. He's just like, oh, well, fuck you two. In honesty, it was a lot like... Genghis Khan. I mean, he was... Palpatine was basically growing an army, shifting them from place to place. If they didn't accept the Galactic Empire as their government, then burn them all. Kill them all. Yeah, exactly. We ha we'll just destroy your whole fucking planet. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. It wasn't even, it wasn't even like, uh, we'll burn your town. It's like, we will literally obliterate the entire planet. Yeah. Let's talk about the bowler scale and whether they're redeemable. I gotta put these guys at the tippy top of the scale. Aside from, like, I feel like giving Palpatine a 10 because I feel like there's no redeeming his shit. Oh, no. Absolutely not. He was blowing up planets. Billions of people. Like, billions of people were dying. Yeah, he built a machine specifically designed to destroy entire worlds. You are a 10 <laughs> on the evil bowler hat scale. There is no coming back from this. <laughs> you said, I'm going to do it. And you fucking did it. And your soul, you can, you, you, you went all the way, you evil son of a bitch. And I feel like Genghis Khan is there too. But I kind of want to give him like a 9.5 for the progressiveness. I did too. I gave him a 9.5 and I know I'm going to come across as a a, 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 a Genghis Khan <laughs> apologist. Apologist. And I'm really not, but he gets a 9.5. Murderous evil bastard. I mean, 15 million. <laughs> yeah, 15 million. But a brilliant, I, I kind of feel like minus the murder. This is a guy we need in today's political climate. <laughs> oh, you said it. You're going to say it, and then you said it. <laughs> and what do we fucking have? It's going to be great. I'm going to build a wall. It's going to be fabulous. It's going to be gold-plated. It's going to have the blood of our enemies sac sacrificed on the ground. It's going to be fabulous. But he gets, uh, Khan's going to have to get a, Genghis is going to have to get a 9.5. Yeah, I'm with you there, and I, I don't feel bad about it. I'm not going to feel bad about it. I'm going to feel bad about the hate tweets I get. I mean, he's not redeemable by any means. No, no. Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. So neither of these fuckers are, are redeemable at all. 
because they're the worst. But he's just not quite there. He's not quite at planet. He's not quite at planet blowing up proportions. He didn't execute Order sixty six level evil. Ah, uh, he sort of did. And with that being said, I'm Stephen. I'm do it, Joel. <laughs> And make sure you stay evil. (laughs) (laughs) Do it. Oh my god, it sounds like he's getting fucked.